Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. All right. Good morning and welcome to the Tap Into Greater Olean podcast. This week we are joined by intrepid sports writer Chucky Maggio, who will be taking us through a little preview of the Bonaventure men's basketball season. Chuck, how are you this morning? I'm good, Anthony. How are you? All right. Good, good. And uh, Chucky was just at the Big Four Media Day on Wednesday, obviously with Niagara, Kinesis, UB, and the Bonnies over at uh, the Key Bank Center in Buffalo. And, uh, Chuck, what were some of your takeaways from the uh, media day? It was a it was a good media day. It was a good chance to uh talk to talk to Coach uh Coach Mark Schmidt about the team again. Uh Coach Schmidt talked for nineteen minutes, which is very rare um from him. Usually you only get uh about like four minutes tops uh to listen to his thoughts on, on the team uh before practice. So it was good to it was good to talk to him, to hear some of his thoughts and uh it was he he, he sounded he sounded really positive about about how the team's looking. All right, Mitch. Hey, Chucky. Hey, Chucky. It's Mitch Rosansky. Um, so, are you saying that you yourself got to talk to Mark Schmidt? Yeah, it was a group of group of us, uh, um, people uh, from the Olean Times Herald and the Buffalo News, uh, and and Paul Gotham with his blog, Pick and Splinter. So, uh, it was a group okay. of us that, that that talked to Schmidt. And so, what were some of the things that he was looking forward to for the upcoming season for the Bonnies? Uh, well, it's obviously it's obviously early since they haven't even started practice yet. They're just doing individual. Uh, they've been just doing individual workouts. First practice is actually Sunday, but he was looking really forward to seeing how the how the new guys they uh, they got a lot of transfers. Um, some people had to sit out last year. Uh, some new freshmen. So uh, he was he was really he was really looking forward to seeing how they uh, came about and developed. All right, Chuck, and I gotta ask uh, all four teams with the uh, throwback unis. Who do you think is the best uniform, in your unbiased opinion? Honestly, I think Canisius had had the best looking uniforms. They looked like the old school Lakers ones a little bit. Uh, some yellow, uh, yellow and blue, gold, gold and blue. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see those uh, those in action. The uh, Bonnie's ones also. All, all four look pretty sharp. Yes. I would agree with that. And uh, transitioning now into the Bonnie season, uh, what are the expectations for uh, Bonnie this year? Obviously, just came up short of the NCAA tournament last year. We all know that story, but uh, what can we expect this season? There's a there's a thought process around the team that they could be almost as good as last year, if not better. Uh, they expect to be in contention again for the NCAA and for postseason play. Uh, and there's there's a growing thought that if the if the new guys come in and uh, produce like like the other guys did and replace uh, replace them well, that it could be another uh, it could be another great season. So talking about some of the new guys, um, who should we keep an eye on this year for the Bunnies? Uh, well, the the real breakout star that I think could be a breakout star is is Matt Mobley. 
he was a transfer from Central Connecticut State. He had to sit out last year, and obviously it's Central Connecticut, so it's a lower level. But he averaged 17 points a game there. He was third in third in his conference. So uh, we, we've seen before with with some transfers uh, like Andal Cumberbatch and Marcus Posley that guys can come in and score right away. And replacing the scoring seems to be the easier thing. And as 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 Schmidt pointed out, it's going to be it's going to be almost a bit harder to replace Deion Wright than it was to replace Marcus Posley because with the scores, there's always a new scorer ready to come in and take the take the job. They're also very high on um, uh, Josh Ayeni. He's a he's a freshman, uh, and he's he's coming in, and 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 they're really excited for for what he could do. They got him real late last year. They got him around Easter, but they're they're pretty uh they're pretty positive that he can come in and and have a have a big role in the front court right away. Now, what position does he play? He's a forward. Okay. And, uh, Chuck, all these new players are going to uh, get started here in, in uh, just about November. Uh, we know about the conference play and all the uh, challenges that poses, but what can we look forward to in the fall in some of these non-conference games? Uh, what games you got circled on your schedule? The biggest non-conference game is, it, by name recognition, is obviously uh, the one at, at Florida, and uh, it's going to be in, in, in Florida. And that, that one's a big one because they always try to get a, get a Power 5 conference game. And Florida is obviously an SEC team. They've got a lot of lot of talent that that can uh, obviously they can they can produce. They can win. They're not the same old Gators that uh, used to go into the Final Four, but they're still gonna they're still going to have uh, have a lot of lot of key aspects, a lot of good guys, and they're gonna they're, it's gonna be a good game. And I think that that that's the big one. Obviously, some of the games you look at that they lost last year. That might have kept them, might have kept them out of the tournament in the committee's eyes, which they still should have been in. But uh, Siena is, is obviously a big one. They haven't be, beaten Siena in the last last three years, so that's one that they're trying to trying to get get back with the Franciscan Cup. And uh, the other the other big game is Hofstra. They're at Hofstra this year. Uh, Hofstra is a is a very talented team, NCAA tournament caliber team that beat beat the Bonnies uh, in the Riley Center last year. They're now going away to Hofstra. That's going to be a very tough game, but if they can win it, that'll go a long way to to uh, confidence going into the conference play. Now, is the Siena game is that home or is that away? The Siena game is home this year. Okay. I mean, just talk about that for a little bit. I know that's a big rivalry. And what, what what do you think that's going to be like this year? Yeah, the guys have a. The guys obviously have a real determination to to beat beat Siena since the last three years they've they've lost to lost to Siena um, all by three all by four points or less. So they're really going to try to obviously it's going to be another game that Fana and Siena it always seems to go down to the wire. Uh, being being a home game this year, uh, they're, they're really going to try to finally finally beat Siena since. I don't think anybody, nobody on the team right right now has has ever have, has ever beaten the Saints. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a big one, and there's definitely gonna be a lot of uh, emotions in that being a rivalry again. Okay, and um, it's kind of more on a personal note. Uh, you've been here four years, so uh, tell me what kind of changes, other than players coming and going, that you've seen with the team over the past four years. 
freshman year and sophomore year, there was a real there was a real lack of confidence in the team. Uh, nobody, there, there, fans would go to the games and I would go to the games and there wasn't a real confidence that the Bonnies could knock off teams like Dayton and VCU and, uh, and freshman year and sophomore year, the expectations were very low. People didn't think that this team had any, the team had any chance of, uh, being in the postseason play. It was like, it was like teams almost, almost, uh, it, it wasn't like the team was bad. They were winning still 18 games a year and finishing seventh or eighth in the conference, but there just wasn't a lot of expectations. Last year, there, last year the expectations weren't the highest either, but they came in and exceeded them. So now, uh, Bonination, as, as Schmidt said in the media day, he said the best thing about uh, Bonination is the fans, and the, and the worst part about Bonination is sometimes the passion of the fans because uh, the fans are the fans are crazy and they're they're going to expect a top five finish this year and for for the first for the first time in in a long time um, they expect a expect a good finish in the A10 and I think that the, I think that they're going to get one. All right, and uh, switching gears a little bit here, Chucky, to uh, baseball. Uh, Mike McCarl, a Bonaventure Journals alum and New York Post columnist, is going to be on the MLB Network Sunday for a documentary about Ted Williams' 1941 season. Obviously, we all know how great of a player uh, Ted was, and Chucky, as as a Red Sox fan, are you going to watch? And uh, two, what are your expectations for the uh, Red Sox now that they've clinched a spot in the playoffs this year? I'm I'm definitely going to try to watch that. Uh, Mike Carl is one of the the top uh, alumni to come out of here in terms of sports writing, along with Adrian Wojnarowski and uh, Chris, Chris Lepaka. So, it's going to be it, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Uh, Ted Ted Williams was, in my opinion, the greatest hitter of all time. If you're just talking about pure pure uh, pure hitting, he hit 406 in that 41 season. Uh, nobody's ever hit 400 again. And uh, as for the Red Sox uh, this year, they have a they have a lot of offense. Uh, they have some some great starting pitching. Their bullpen has even come along. So I think the expectation is World Series or bust to uh, give Big Poppy a, a World Series in his in his final season. Mm-hmm. I think the Cubs are breaking the curse this year, Sharky, but uh, I appreciate the insight. But uh, Mitch, you got anything else for for Chuck? Um. Well, yeah, I guess just a little question about the Red Sox. I mean, with Ortiz's farewell season, do you think uh, he's going to be experiencing a lot of pressure? Do you think he'll deal with that well during the playoffs? I never think that uh, that David Ortiz feels the pressure at all. I, I think he's just a guy who is focused in the moment. He's always locked in on, on his at-bats. And uh, having won three World Series, I think that he, he knows by now. Um, he, he knows the pressure, and he's always, he, he's always come up clutch time and time again. So it's going to be exciting to watch. Obviously, he's going to feel the pressure, but I don't think he's going to uh, show it at all in the playoffs. So you see, you see a, a Red Sox World Series in the future, in the next couple months. I I definitely I definitely think so. I don't I don't think that with as good an offense as they have, and as good of a a pitching staff that they have with David Price and Rick Porcello, uh, I and and Dave Ortiz. I think it's I think it's uh it, it's a year of destiny. I, as as Sox fans, we're always cautious to to definitely uh, predict a World Series for sure. 
because we've been hurt, hurt so many times in the past as a, as a fan base, but I think that this is the year that they, the expectation should be that they win the World Series. All right, okay. Chuck. Thanks for joining us today. And, uh, Thank you. For Mitchell Zansky, I'm Anthony Sombrato. That's it for our podcast. Make sure to read our work on the Tap Into Greater OEN site, and we will see you next Friday for another podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.